Welcome to Network Provence with me, Rebecca Ronane. This podcast is for you if you are interested in living, working, holidays and appreciating everything in Provence. We'll be talking networking business, culture, traditions, holidays, food and art, the fun and the serious side, and having lots of interviews with mostly women. I'm exploring Provence with Caroline Kauser-Abbott, who created some years ago Perfectly Provence, a digital magazine full of inspiring and informative articles about the region. Hi, Caroline. It's uh, great to speak to you today. And we're going to be talking about your digital magazine, Perfectly Provence. So I'm going to dive straight in and ask you, what is Perfectly Provence? Hi, Rebecca. Nice to talk to you this morning. Um, sure wish we could be doing this in person, but um, I, um, wh- what is Perfectly Provence? Per- Perfectly Provence is a digital magazine that's been, uh, it's now in its seventh year, and it's a website that is essentially 100% focused on the south of France, uh, on the region Provence, Alpes, Côte d'Azur, which is obviously a very big region. And it is um, a platform that brings together food and travel ideas and where to stay and art and gardens. And so it's geared to the traveler, but it is also equally geared to people who live in the region and might be looking for an idea for a weekend getaway or something to do on a afternoon. it's a visual look at the at the beautiful region. Um, so I think that's perfectly Provence in a nutshell. I am a Canadian, huge Francophile, always have been. And we were lucky enough to start coming to the region uh, a decade ago, last year aside. And of course, um, there's lots to be inspired about in the region. So that really uh, helped me to um, to launch the website. And did you, um, you said you launched it seven years ago. So you began to write about Provence yourself or your travels here or what uh, yeah, you noticed or the lovely food and restaurants and the colors and everything that goes with the life here. Did that start of a special inspiration or did you just want to share like the whole experience with people? I, uh, the idea was really born out of a blog that I, that I already had at the time called Ginger and Nutmeg. And my, my husband is ginger colored. He has ginger colored hair and we love food and travel and exotic flavors and all of that. So Ginger and Nutmeg was about that sort of thing. And when we began spending more time in Provence, the content just morphed and moved obviously towards more focused on the South of France and things that we were doing, things that were inspirational, whether it be a chef that we met or 
a visit to the lavender fields or understanding how lavenders distilled or or going to the Orsain festival and um, on the coast things that uh, that we really were discovering so I began to write more and more about the region and I realized pretty quickly I wasn't the only one writing about the region that there were lots of other um, writers and bloggers out there and I thought that it might be interesting to create a platform where there were other voices so not just my my self writing my voice but other writers um so i ran the idea by some of the you know successful bloggers and writers out there and with their encouragement i launched perfectly provence in 2014 so that's sort of how it came together is um i realized the there's lots of people and lots of interesting perspectives on the region too. Um, so the website again is in its seventh year and our audience is really those people who dream one day of coming. You know, they've either seen photos of lavender fields on Instagram or, uh, or something else. Uh, those people who might know the region well already because they've traveled in France or to the south of France many times, but they're looking for something slightly new for their next trip. And then those people who are full-time or part-time residents and want some ideas for their time off. So our audience is a bit split, um, but they're definitely all Francophiles. Yes, you mentioned that you have a lot of people uh, writing for you. I, I've been honoured, actually, to write for you as well about Network Provence. But tell me a bit about that. You have many, many different people. Uh, so it's not just coming from your perspective. That's right. That's right. And I actually, I feel that's quite important because you and I might go and visit something. Maybe it's a, a exhibition at Museum, uh, an art exhibition, and we might come away with completely different views on it. So I actually think it's quite important um, to have different perspectives and different voices. And, um, and I also think it's more interesting for the readers to read, you know, people have different writing styles and different ways of describing things. So I think that's that's quite important. Um, we try and steer away from say a restaurant review because to me that's very personal, very subjective, but we might talk about, someone might talk about um, the history of a restaurant or the history of a dish or, um, or a chef's um, background or something like that. Um, mm. So yes, there are a lot of different writers and um, some have contributed many many times some just a few um, but everybody seems to bring a, an interesting perspective of the the area to the table so I think that's that's great and I, I just wanted to ask because people may already be thinking oh I'd like to find this um this magazine, this digital magazine online, how often, uh, because it, for myself, you're always coming out with many different articles. Is it weekly or monthly? Uh, generally, there are five new articles a week, Monday to Friday. 
there's one article published a day. Sometimes there's more than that. Uh, depends on, you know, if there's a special event or something. But I'd say Monday to Friday, there's at least one article. And then there are generally two newsletters a month. And that's a bit of a roundup of some of the most recent, um, some of the most recent articles, or if the article, if say the newsletter is a theme of some kind like Valentine's, it may pull on articles that were published previously or recipes that were published previously that are related to the theme. So I think that uh, anyone who hasn't been to Provence who or who knows it reasonably well would find that um, there's a lot of local uh, news, local history, which also is sometimes a little different to what you might find by just reading um, a, you know, a, a book about the area or a, a book on what to do in the area because you, you keep everything up to date. Yeah, there's, um, there's, uh, you know, it, it would be hard to keep all of the events in the region up to date because there's all, there's typically so much going on, especially in summer months, but uh, we do publish as an, an article quarterly, we publish sort of an overview of some of the major events. So that's pretty topical. Um, and then, yeah, in some cases dive into the history of an event, like if it's the, um, an abrevado, the, the history behind, you know, what is, wh why are we racing horses and bulls through a village street? So, so the history behind some of that stuff. Um, and I do, yeah, so I do think people find that quite interesting, whether they're from, whether they've never been here or they're, they've lived here and they don't quite understand why that's happening on one side of the Durance and not the other. And it's called Perfectly Provence. So what have you found perfect about Provence? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, I think Perfection is definitely something we all strive for. So it's a bit of a state of mind, but um, I would say that Provence, for me, the perfection is that it's, it offers a little bit of everything and it's generally wrapped in, in beautiful weather. The weather can be changeable, which is, which is in itself interesting where you might have a beautiful blue, cobalt blue, sunny day that with a, fierce wind, the Mistral coming down from the north. So it's a very, uh, the weather itself is, is, can be challenging and interesting, but in a way that's part of the perfection too. Um, but really, I think the region, Provence, Alpes, Côte d'Azur is both very individual because people can have a very personal experience and very broad reaching it. it uh, you know, there's thousands, millions of visitors a, a year, um, and this, there's something for everybody. So whether you're a history buff and um, you want to go and view Roman um, ruins, some of them are not even ruins, um, Roman structures that have existed since their, that era, you know, there, there's arenas, there's theaters, you can go to a uh, a performance in the theater in Orange 
and literally sit in a Roman theater. It's it's an amazing experience. You can go to the uh, Pont du Gard and and marvel at that aqueduct that is over two thousand years old. So there's I think for history buffs, the region is fantastic. And then for art lovers, uh, you know the the body of work that's being produced here is endless. Um, you know, some of it is very um, well-known, like Van Gogh and um, and others, but then there's an equal number of contemporary artists who maybe don't have the same um, fan base at this stage, but you can go to, you know, an urban gallery in Aix-en-Provence or in Antibes or Marseille, or you can look at artwork in in a vineyard it's really it's quite interesting um the the sort of um display space i'll say for art in the region and then food lovers i mean i think i could go on for hours about food but <laughs> with a daily market there's markets everywhere every day and then markets the uh, farm food stands that you pass along the way um, chefs who are creative with uh, very seasonal, very local food, the simplicity of the recipes, it really makes dining in the region, whether you're a cook or not, it makes eating in the region a, a real joy. And, um, and of course, there's many chefs who've come from the region or who have been influenced by the region. So food lovers, it's definitely a magnet. And then you know, those outdoor enthusiasts um, between hiking, the cycling fans who've probably watched the Tour de France every year and seen summit in, seen the, the riders summit on Mont Ventoux or attempt some of the other call. Um, it's, it's definitely somewhere where if you're a cycling cyclist, you'd, you'd like to come and attempt some of those summits. But aside from that, there's a huge mountain biking community. There's a gravel biking community. So cycling in the region is, is a big outdoor activity. And then on the coast, you know, there's all of the, uh, the water sports from kayaking and paddle boarding to kite surfing, sailing. Um, so again, outdoor enthusiasts, it's a great region. Uh, and then, the, there's a big urban presence. So people who like visiting cities and, and everything that a city brings between shopping and history and restaurants, there's that. But then uh, not very far away, in many cases, it's you know minutes away, you're in the middle of nature and some beautiful gardens and vineyards. And so I think the perfection is that you never run out of things to see and do. It seems that you would need a very lengthy holiday or you have to come back on a yearly basis or like many of us you end up living here because there is so much on offer. Right, it certainly <laughs> would take a lifetime. Absolutely and of course uh, all the senses uh, as you have mentioned can be um, had here by the the colors the sky of course the light here is always considered very special and the 
sounds, whether it's the wind or the seagulls or the frogs or anything of that uh, that comes with the nature that is abundant here. I don't think people sometimes realize the abundance of uh, nature in many of the areas. And of course, the taste of the amazing food. How, how do you see Perfectly Provence evolving and on a personal level, what would you like to discover if you have any more to discover here because you've been coming for such a long time? Oh, I think I have lots more to discover. <laughs> it, it seems like the list grows every time. Um, so the website has, the, has really evolved in, in the period that, I mean, starting with the number of, of people who've contributed and continue to contribute, that has grown quite a bit since, since the website launched. Um, and I get some very interesting um, emails or contacts uh, from people who've either stumbled across the, the uh, website or have had it passed on to them from somebody else. But, you know, photographers who've now settled in the region, uh, writers who've, um, who have been to the region but are now stuck somewhere else because of COVID, but dream of coming back and, and would like to uh, write about the region because they can't come right now. And so some, the contributor base uh, continues to grow and evolve and uh, and that's very exciting. The readership base has, has definitely grown a lot over the period. Um, we continue to have a strong base in of uh, readers in North America would be the primary, um, but definitely English speakers uh, in the United Kingdom, Australia, and afar. Um, they're just drawn to the, the area, the website. And then um, we have a surprisingly, maybe to some, a surprisingly big base in France and Europe. It's almost 20% of our readership. Um, and those are, my sense is, those are a combination of people who live full-time, um, such as some, you know, who might be Network Provence um, members, or people who are part-time residents, they have a second home here, um, in, whether they're from Paris or Brussels or somewhere in Holland, it, I don't know, but um, it's quite a, a large base. And then um, we also have a lot of guest writers. And that, again, they sort of come through different channels, but they may just write one time or a few times, or they may write a few times and then evolve into a more regular contributor. Um, so that continues to change. And then uh, last year, which no question, someone questioned whether it was the right year that we didn't know all about COVID. Um, we added a holiday listing section to the website and the holiday listings include B&Bs and cottages or apartments, uh, village homes like townhouses and villas, as well as boutique hotels. So um, the listings kind of came together again. Readers are often asking, where would you stay? Do you have any recommendations on where to stay? And so that um, is relatively new, but I think has been a long time 
coming. It, that section should have been there a while back and it's, it seems to be quite popular. Um, we continue to work with small travel, like boutique travel groups and guides to promote their tours in the region. Um, and there's lots of guides and there's lots of companies, but from what I've seen, every single one offers a slightly different experience, um, which is great because it's not one size fit, fits all for touring the region. As I said earlier, there's so much to do and you might be more of a nature enthusiast than a museum goer. And so to find a tour that, that suits you and is gonna um, give you the best holiday is, is fantastic. So we help, we try and work with small groups to kind of m almost match the buyer and seller in a way. Um, and then my creative side has always been drawn to artisanal um, goods and artists and all of that. And even though I'm not one myself, <laughs> I love to understand the creative process and, and the results. And so over the period, there's been many articles on um, art, artisanal and goods and products and, uh, and artists themselves. But more and more, we've been working with um, with some of those those people, those companies, to work on promotions for their their products to raise the awareness. And whether that's again just raising the awareness in France or or more of a global outreach depends on the product. But um, that that's evolved and continues to evolve. And so personally. Hmm, Again, I think I need two lifetimes to see everything that I'd like to see in the region. Um, having not been there for the last year, my list has grown. And I'd say there's a few areas that I really would like to explore when I get back. And one is, I feel like I haven't spent enough time in the VAR and the Pays um, de Faillance, that, that region that's not far from the, the French Riviera, but seems to be a world away because it's a little, you know, there's old villages with lots of history and, um, and lots of um, agriculture and many, many outdoor activities. So I think that's a, an area I'd like to explore a little bit more. Um, and then I'm dying to get back to, um, to Aix-en-Provence, which has always had a, it's been a special place for me so I'm not mm. sure if that answered the question but I have a long list of things to do. That sounds uh, fantastic and I hope if it's not this year 2021 it will be next year I'm sure it will be I know that yeah. you and many other people are just uh, dying to get back here and just uh, before we wrap up this episode perfectlyprovence.com is the website name am i right dot, dot co dot co, dot co. sorry 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 that's good <laughs> that you corrected me so uh, we can uh, and people can go on a, an email list as well if they would like to keep updated or they can just go onto the website and uh, see what's happening and get their list together of all the lovely things that they may want to do when they 
come back and discover or rediscover Provence. That's right. So um, on the website, there's a sign up page for the newsletter, which is published, as I said earlier, twice a month. Um, so they can add their name to that. And we decided to, to publish twice a month because everybody gets enough email. You don't need a weekly and we cover enough in, you know, in two newsletters, but it does give you a little snapshot of, of recent, mag recent articles. Um, or you can just peruse the website. We're also on Facebook and on Facebook we publish, I don't know how many, but lots of posts, probably 10 or 12 posts a week. And then we're on Instagram. Um, so those are the major platforms, that, social platforms that we're on. So you could follow us on those. And um, yeah, we're always looking for new contributors and new things to write about. So if anybody wants to reach out um, and contact me about um, writing or, or about having an article written about their their business or themselves or or an area that they visited that they don't feel we've covered then please contact me that sounds fantastic thank you so much caroline for talking to us thank today thank you thanks for listening to me rebecca renane creative network provence I'd love you to leave a fabulous review and remember to subscribe to the show. Why not come and join Network Provence and make creative connections? The links are in the show notes. Stay tuned for upcoming, mostly two-weekly episodes. See you soon.